Welcome into the show, everybody. Daily Grind. I'm Mark. We got Luke here. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Happy Friday. You know, it's I like, man. I could just dance. I like that music. I could dance to that. That is a good. That is a catchy beat. The little preview. Yeah, it's just it's a very catchy, catchy. beat. Yeah. And it is Friday, so happy Friday, everybody. Uh, we made it to Friday. the end of the week. Made it to the end of the first week of the Daily Grind. Uh, I thought pretty successful week for us. Just yeah. considering we did a show every day, I think that's all. <laughs> that's the low bar we're trying to clear. Is did we do a show? Yes. Every day. Were the shows good? <laughs> eh, TBD. Yeah. But we did a show. That's all that matters. So uh, today we're talking about the Grizzlies Bucks. That's going to be pretty much all we're talking about today. And uh, the what the Grizzlies Grizzlies Bucks play tonight. Um, this will probably be the more quote unquote dress rehearsal for the Grizzlies tonight. So yeah, I imagine what you see tonight rotation wise will be pretty similar to what we see next Wednesday. I would have to yeah. think. You think in turn, like probably down to even the man coming off, like who subs in first, I imagine. I mean, this is, a, this is a good team to try out your lineups against, you know, like this is a championship caliber team. Why yeah. not? Why not use it as a full dress rehearsal? I think that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, again, like you said, I think even coming down to the actual, um, yeah, first man off the bench kind of thing, and I, I think obviously, I think that will dig the, the first guy off the bench. Will always, always going to dictate sometimes depending on lineups or depending on matchups, yeah. um, depending on the game. That's all. That's going to change sometimes, but um, yeah, I think even down to coming the first man off the bench, you're going to see a little bit of a. What we see next Wednesday, a little bit of a uh, showing of Taylor Jenkins' hand, if you will, what he might mm -hmm. consider next week uh, going forward. And 
I think that, uh, you know, the Smokey Bucks team is a team that, like you said, championship caliber team. Uh, now that they've added Damian Lillard, mm, that is a, that's a tough team to think about when you have to guard Damian Lillard, Malik Beasley, Giannis, and then you throw and in if Pat Jay Crowder's Conner, hot. And if Jay Crowder's hot, too. You throw in, uh, you throw in Pat Connington, who is not a bad player in his own right. I mean, can really shoot the ball. Uh, yeah. and so having to defend all those dudes, um, is, is going to be tricky. I, I don't know who, you, I mean, I, off the top of my head, I, the things I want to talk about is, is what I, you know, kind of what I just alluded to is, is defense. Um, yeah. who do we think guards Damian Lillard? Is it, is it Marcus Smart? Ye- yes. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like you put Marcus on him because, I mean, Marcus hasn't played yet this preseason. You know, I think that that's a good just test of his mettle. I mean, out of the gate, you know, like, hey, man, we know you might need to warm up, but, like, we're just going to throw you to the fire. We know you can handle it. Like, that's that's what I would do just to get him the reps. You know, I, I just think – not that he needs them, but just to get, like, chemistry with the team, I would just – I would do that. If not him, I yep. guess Dez maybe. I, I don't know. And spoiler alert to our last, uh, you know, alluding to our last segment, uh, you see on the rundown there is Marcus starts. Uh, is Marcus Smart starting? I don't know if he's starting, but I know he's playing. He is definitely playing tonight. Yeah. This is going to be yeah. the the I, um, I would say definitely. I would say ninety percent he's going to play. Like he's yeah. should play. Um, if he plays, I think yeah, he guards Damian Lillard, and this is the situation again. Yes, he hasn't played. But he's guarded Damian Lillard before. It's not like before. he's a rookie, you know what I mean? It's not like you're thrown into the fire, so quote unquote. But not really. I mean, he's been there before. He's 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 uh, defended high level caliber players uh, quite a few times. So, um, yeah, Damian Lillard, and then then you also have again, you also have Malik Beasley there, um, and so I assume that Dez is probably on Malik Beasley. Yeah, I mean, but you got, but then you got to look like the first game we played against them between Crowder, Beasley, and Connington, they had 25 threes. Like, mm. they're gonna, like, I just don't know. And that's without Dame. Like, if there's four guys chucking up threes like that, do we have four guys yeah. that we can just throw on them? I mean, they won't all be on the floor at the same time, but you got Roddy, you got Dez, you got Marcus. They they could be. I mean, there's. I mean, they, they should they should start Damian Malik, Robin Lopez, Giannis, and Pat Connington. They should start all those dudes. Um, yeah, I wouldn't start Malik Beasley. I wouldn't. You don't think so? I mean, I would put him off the bench, right? Like as your, as your six, your first reserve, or would you do that with Connington? They started him last game, so I don't. I mean, I, I oh, would start him at the two. Yeah, yeah, they started mm. at the two against uh against the Thunder they lost by 23 points. Um uh maybe that's why they lost. <laughs> <laughs> I like Malik. I I, I love Malik Beasley. I think he's great. I like he was a guy that I, he was a guy that I when I was always like hey we, if there's a guy to go get he's he's the guy right he's that guy yeah. I want to go get um his last game he shot six for eleven from three only a cool fifty four percent Dude, like, uh, and he, he, he's not afraid to he's not afraid to get the volume either. That's what I like about him. He, he will uh, yeah, shoot eleven shoot. <laughs> attempts. It's awesome. That's pretty good. I would yep. like to see Des. I would like to see Des uh, in that in that vein, right? Like, yeah. just not be afraid yes. to get the volume. And you know, yes, you took eleven shots, but you know, fifty four percent from three is 
uh, is pretty good. Like we've established pretty I mean, damn that's, good. that's, that's pretty damn good. So I would love to see Dez getting that, getting that, uh, that, uh, Jordan pool esque, um, don't give a shit attitude on shooting. Uh, I mean, I know he's a, he's aggressive through the first couple of preseason games, but I would love to see him even, even more aggressive. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, the, the name of this game is for, for the Grizzlies and, and the Bucks. And yeah, I know it's a preseason game, but you know, our previews are going to be pretty similar lists when we do our regular season games. Uh, just kind of talk about what what the Grizzlies need to do to to win. Um, and so, just like you alluded to and mentioned, this team shoots the hell out of the three ball. And so, it's something that we have seen the Grizzlies struggle with at times in the past is perimeter defending. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I will be very interested to see what that looks like tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some jitty minutes tonight either, unfortunately. You know, like TJ likes him. He knows he can play defense. I don't know. I I hope not, but I could see I could see Jenkins maybe panicking if we start if they start making a bunch of threes and just throwing guys that he knows can defend on the perimeter. It's possible. Uh, I, I hope not. You, and you know, I hope not too, but I, I can I see what you're saying. And I think that's it is it is possible. Taylor does I mean I will say this, he has loved him some um Tillen Jenkins or he has listened to John Contra, but not lately. You know, like not lately. We talked about a couple days ago. Like he got a DNPCD the other day in in a game where, you know, all the two guys plays. So yeah. That was pretty I, telling. I don't absolutely. So I don't know. Um in terms of rotation, um or even just starting lineups, uh I, I assume we'll probably see Derek Rose and yeah, is that starting point so guard? Him and I mean, so do we see him, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain? I, I will say this, that Taylor Jenkins was asked at, a, as, at, at practice yesterday what, who was going to be the fifth starting, and he said TBD. So oh. we're just guessing. There's no real intel here. Um, but my assumption, and you can you can throw out if your Marcus own idea here. starts, yeah. Is, is that, well, I think Marcus starts. I think the real question is, not whether Marcus Smart starts, but whether whether Derrick Rose starts, right? Whether you want to have you think- Marcus, Derrick Rose, and Desmond all out there, um, and then and it, which is kind of a small guard lineup. It's not super yeah. big guard lineup against because they're going to roll out uh, Pat Connaughton at the three, and he's like six eleven. So um, I would put Z. I would start Z and get D- Derrick Rose off the bench. That's what I would do. Yeah. So you would. So you go Marcus Smart. Des Des, Z at the three. Z, yeah. And then Jaron and Steven. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I um my in, in my mind, I guess my assumption was like, well, just go you just go Derek Rose, uh Mark Smart, Des at the three, but that's a difficult assignment for Des if he's I mean again, you can switch who's or who's guarding, but still a difficult assignment because if you have to have if you've got to have Marcus Smart guarding in, Connaughton's very tall. Um yeah, like for that's a that's a that's a difficult ask, I think, for for Des. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me either if he if he saw uh, um, a Zaire at the three. You know, I mean, it, I would I would think they would want to keep Kennard coming off the bench. That's my assumption. Yeah, I don't think they. I, I think he just fits better there. I just I think that everybody's more comfortable when he's first guy off the bench, getting some yeah, well, offense we, for the reserves. We talked about this. Um, a couple, uh, maybe a couple days ago. Well, I don't know who we we're talking about, but you know, you're going against 
worse guys, you know? And so like, yeah, you, yeah. you, I think getting Luke off the bench is probably the best fit for him. Even, even when he has that opportunity to start, I think he's, I think we were talking about Brandon Clark. When we were talking about this, but he's kind of like that fringe starter. Like you could start on some bad teams, probably yeah. not on some yeah. good teams, but that means that, you know, he's probably better off coming off the bench where he can really excel against backups. Um, yes. So you can't hunt one defense a, as much when he's against backups. That's that's very true. It's a good point. And I and I would say, you know, him and him and Derek Rose, I think um having that like uh you know, just familiarity with each other is is gonna, yeah, from Detroit. gonna, gonna need that. Um really gonna need that working together. So uh you love to see to get that going as quick as possible. Um so I mean I assume that we'll probably see 10 players, maybe more. Um, yeah, I think 10. But I will be interested to see, you know, after you get Derrick Rose, Luke off the bench, um, Santi. Santi, off the, Santi off the bench, what, you know, what's their, who's their nine and 10 guys? I mean, I assume it's probably Roddy. I'd do Roddy and X. That's who, that's who well, I would do. Well, I, I was about the same thing. So I assume it's probably Roddy because that's who we saw last time. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and X as, as that, uh, I guess, third big. Um, third big if we need him. Although Lofton's I'll been be, getting some minutes, man. I don't know. <laughs> and that's what I said. I'll be interested to see if, if Kenny Lofton gets any minutes. I will be interested to see if if in a game where you know it's quote unquote more of a dress rehearsal in that first quarter, second quarter, because that's really what you're gonna look at. I mean, once you get to the third or fourth quarter, they may drop that off. A lot of times they in this last preseason game, they will drop that off and just be like, Hey, let's let's rest them. There's no need to get any guys hurt. We've seen what we want to see in the first, second quarter, kind of seeing the rotations. You might see mm -hmm. a little bit of the third quarter, but after that, you you know, it's kind of like Sunday. They that, that middle of the third quarter it was you know, two A guys in there, and it really didn't matter at that yeah. point. So um we're looking at the first and second quarter, you know. So I would be curious to see in that first and second quarter what um you know, what, what happens with, um, what happens with Kenny Lofton. So uh, let's take a quick mm -hmm. break. We'll, we'll, we'll come right back. We'll continue talking about the Grizzlies uh, Bucks game that comes up tonight. I am highly upset. Man. Oh man. Uh, uh, ESPN, you dastardly dogs. You last week had us feeling good. Uh, they picked the Grizzlies to be first in the West with about 48 and a half wins. And uh, what a difference a few days makes. What uh, <laughs> you put out your list of the top 100 players in the uh, NBA. Uh, Desmond Bain uh, jump, uh, jumps in at 61. Jaron Jackson Jr. comes in at number 31. Jaron's top 25 to me, but if you, yeah. if you, all right, whatever. I think that's a little slight to Jaron. Desmond Bain's is disgusting, in my opinion. And then we get John Morant, all NBA player, two time All Star, one of the most dynamic, like dynamic offensively players in the NBA, John Morant. That guy was number 35 <laughs> on their list. Uh, Kenny Stubberfield, the same people that said the Grizzlies will be the first team in the West. Um, they're going to get that done with just some regular dudes. Tune in to the Anthony Sane Show Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. weekly on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. Just curious, you kind of talked about the transfers and things like that. How has that changed your mindset from a roster management standpoint? Like, Incredible recruiter. All the classes, I think I think we have two back-to-back -back and 21 and 22 top classes. Uh, how does that change with the transfer portal? Do you start focusing more on upperclassmen? Do you kind of get away from the younger freshmen? How does that work? Yeah, so I still believe 
in our coaching staff and the way we do things and developing guys. And uh, that I will never get away from that philosophy. We're still gonna recruit a high school class. Now there's a lot of colleges out there that say, screw this, we're, we're pushing all the chips in on this roster, win right now, and we'll figure it out. Sure. And if it doesn't, right, it implodes and, and bad things happen. But I think you still have to bring in true freshmen and develop them and see what they can become. Um, and and, I, and that, I'll never waver from that. But the portal certainly changed things. Tune in to Tigers Untapped with TJ Willis and Trey Lasley every Wednesday at 3 p.m. on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show, The Daily Grind, right here on Bluff City Media. This is the time where I do the shameless plug every day. Uh, if you're not already a Bluff City Media insider, go and do so. It is super cheap, super cool, and guess what? It lets us do all these shows that we do for you guys all the time. So we have our show coming every day. We have Bluff City Best. You see on the screen. comes out Thursday, Fridays. We have the Anthony Sane Show. We got Tigers on Tap. We're just talking all about Tigers. We got On the Bluff with Game Coot and Christian Fowler. We got all kinds of stuff coming up. You join as an uh, annual member. You also get a free T-shirt. Uh, but if you don't, you just five bucks a month. You get access to our discord. Where we chat all the time. Uh, the Grizzlies games are always bonkers in that chat. So come hang out yeah. with us, come talk with us and make sure you do a annual membership. If you can, if you can't, please just subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're like so close to 2000 subscribers. I think last night I looked and we were like 1994, uh, which is some of you okay. guys birth year. So, uh, go <laughs> and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It ain't me. I couldn't be me. I'm old. Yeah. Um, yeah, but go, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. It really helps us out a lot. I uh, really boost uh, our, our channel. And so again, so we continue to do these uh, shows for you guys. So, um, and also if I like look at my phone at nine o'clock, it's because the jaws are releasing at nine o'clock and uh, I must have oh, the, 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 the jaw one zombies. And yeah, yeah. those probably, most people probably don't know somebody, but I'm a huge, huge shoe guy. And um, you sneakerhead and love. Uh, I'm not, I love a lot of dunks, so I'm obsessed with all the over the over uh, new dunks that come out. So there's also a couple of new dunks yeah. coming out today at nine that I also am trying to get. Um, and I just I hate the way Nike does their lottery system because I never man. get them. It's so stupid. No. I, I try to get those those yaritos uh, a couple a couple months back or two months back. Couldn't get them. I mean, every time they come out with some, I try to get them. It's tough. Um, it is tough. My big my prized possession is uh, the Nike Halloween dunks from a couple of years ago. I don't know if you've ever seen there the zombies, um, or the, excuse me, the mummy dunks. Oh and yeah, yeah, are, yeah. You know, if you remember the mummy dunks, they are they look like a mummy. They glow. They have eyes that go in the back. Those are awesome. They retail now. They're like <laughs> uh, they they uh, they go on resale. They're like six hundred dollars on resale now. It's crazy. Dude, um, I tell my wife it's an investment. Are you just never want to sell them. Jaws are bad. I mean, in terms of like just shoe prices, they're not bad. I mean, they're one thirty. The, the normal um, ones are fine. The normal ones, are the, the 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 zombies are one thirty. So like, I'm cool yeah. with that. I do I do think they're gonna go pretty high on resale. So I'm trying to get them off the top. So if like the, I don't get them, anybody else gets a size nine and a half, I'll pay an extra hundred bucks. If anybody out there right. listening, you know, just as a yeah. as a, a side note. Um, so I got all <laughs> all of all my all my friends and family that uh, got the notifications on for. Uh, for those jobs, I might end up with like three pair. So that's, that's okay awesome. though. I'll, I'll figure if I end up with three pair, I'll figure it out later, I guess. But yeah. uh, anyway, Sorry let's get watch. back to the show. Enough about sneakers. Uh, let's get back to the show. Although <laughs> I could talk shoes like literally all day. 
uh, let's talk about the uh, uh, the Grizzlies Bucks game tonight. We got a new segment on our second segment. It's called the Stats Monster. Our little Stats Monster right here. Yeah, he will show up. He will show up whenever someone has a gigantic game, or when we feel like someone's going to have a big game tonight. So uh, I don't know if we have an actual Stats Monster tonight. I just use this as an excuse to introduce the segment, but. Let's talk about a possible stats monster for the Grizzlies tonight or on the other team. But I think that, uh, you know, why don't you go first? I'll let you lead off with with your stats monster. Who I think, who I want to be the stats monster, Steve-O. I think Mm -hmm. Steve-O is going to have a, I'm going to say 12, 13 boards. I, I think he's going to, bully bully brooke lopez out of there i think he's just gonna be like hey remember i'm the strongest man in the nba second strong yeah i I think he's going to want to play well against Giannis and bobby portis and brooke lopez i just think he's going to you know because steve-o's he's a tough son of a bitch you know like i like watching him down in the i love watching him down there just doing his thing and i just i if if we can get him going down there and if he, if he can make a couple shots, you know, like I, I would like, like for it to be Steve. Interesting. I, um, I, I'm probably going to have to go on uh, opposite for my stats monster. Mm-hmm. And the little guy we talked about in the last segment, Malik Beasley, he just, yeah. he is a recipe for disaster for the Grizzlies and what he does yeah they always struggle with. Now, again, maybe this year's different. Mm-hmm. This year they finally got I don't know. But the data tells me that it's not going to happen. Um, I'm going to go with Malik because I think he'll probably be the stats monster tonight. I think he'll have a big game. Just looking at his game, like we talked about last game, last time, 11 three-pointers. I think he gets the same volume and the same looks tonight yeah. from the group, especially um, if if they have to roll out. You know, again, I, if they roll out Z and have to, and they could probably move Z onto him, maybe that's, different, that's a different scenario. Um, because he has they don't shown, have the length otherwise. Yeah, they they have shown that the um his proclivity, like that big word. That's um, a good word. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, that came out of nowhere. I'm really, I'm actually not that smart. <laughs> I promise you. Um, sounds nice, but I am not that smart. Uh, his his uh his he has shown he is willing to work on defense so far this preseason. So, um, yes. that might change some things, but I think the league is going to be our stats monster tonight. And I think it's going to be detrimental. Another big word, man, I'm off. I'm, I am full Dude. of it today. He, Dude, it will be yeah, detrimental Friday. to the Grizzlies. I mean, it, maybe it is a, it is a Friday. I'm going to yeah. start drinking early. Um, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, I was like, you know, speaking of, personal things i think i was like i'm gonna go to the movie tonight um because uh killers of the flower moon comes out tonight which i don't know again wait tonight is it come out tonight comes out today yeah man yeah that new leo DiCaprio movie um is gonna be ah leo he's he's so good so i'm interested in seeing that trying to convince my wife to go but she doesn't like uh quote-unquote scary movies um anything three and a half hours long yeah, well, that too. But I went. We went to the Taylor Swift movie last week twice. Well, she did twice. I went to once. Uh, it was two and two forty-five. Um, it was great. You know, the the my wife has been to like uh, several Taylor Swift concerts all across the country. Uh, the taking the daughter to one. Uh, she's a big fan. Um, and so I'm I'm a big fan. Um, I've heard the but, shows are uh, incredible. Like production. The shows. 
look, I, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. I think she's an incredible artist, incredible songwriter. Um, some of her songs are good. I'm not like, Hey, let's wish let's, I'm not like every song, like whatever. Um, but she is a credible performer. The shows are, yeah. the show was, I mean, I just saw it on T I mean the movie and it was incredible. So I can imagine what the shows are actually like in person. Um, and she isn't, she is an incredible performer and puts on a great, great show. So if you haven't seen the Taylor Swift heirs tour a film, you should, uh, but tonight I'm going to try to go get the CD killers of the flower moon, uh, flower moon movie. So I will maybe have a review for you on Monday. Uh, maybe no, yeah. not. I'm going to definitely try to go, but I don't know if I will. Cause I have to convince someone to go. Actually, I'm a guy who will just go to the movies and like by myself. Me I used too. to do that all the time. Just go it's to like fun. a matinee by myself. It's fun. I love going to the movies. It's one of my favorite things. Um, yep. as a, as a film guy, I obviously that's one of my favorite things, but I, I love it. So, um, yeah. So stats monster. Uh, that was, we got, we got way off track there, but stats monster hey. is our new segment for the season <laughs> who we feel like is going to be good. Uh, who's feel like is going to be good tonight. So let's take another quick break. We will wrap up the show. We come back and we will talk about who we think, uh, what we think of Marcus smart and how he might play tonight. Seth. Seth Hennigan just still, he, he, he doesn't look himself. He just doesn't, in the big moments, he's not making the plays that have to be made. If you look at the raw stats, they're not terrible, but the two interceptions. Yeah. And he fumbled twice. They didn't lose those fumbles, but two fumbles and uh, and two interceptions, one of them coming at a terrible time on a fourth down uh, late in the game when Memphis really needed to put points on the board. But I just don't think Seth is playing well enough to elevate this team. Right. I think he's I think he's playing well enough for Memphis to be fine, but as far as for them to do something special and to elevate this team, he's just not playing like that. Tune into On the Bluff with Christian Fowler and Gabe Kuhn every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. Kenny, there are certain guys in the NBA that are uh, enigmatic players. They're going to be appealing to a large fan base. But when you have guys like that, who like John Morant, who have off-court issues he's had, Kyrie Irving has had the things he's had, the NBA doesn't particularly like the fact that those guys are larger than life. If I'm the NBA, if I'm ESPN, who of course are working together on all this stuff, yeah, I'm going to start telling you who you need to like. And it's going to be a different type of guy to kind of um, um, play off of the guys that are going to be there anyway. Let me put these squeaky clean image guys that we want to put in front of you up there as well to kind of counteract some of the stuff we get with the guys that we don't have any control out of. So let me put the Tyrese Halliburton's in front of you. Let me put the, the Shai Gilders Alexander's in front of you, the Josh Giddies. Let me force these guys in front of you, not particularly on national television games, but let me just kind of create these little sub sub agendas with these guys that kind of make them the, the uh, those second tier stars that if you're, we're going to, like put out in front as well like they're doing this on purpose man like if anybody can't see this like come on man do not sit there and tell me that you really think that Tyrese Halliburton is a top 20 player in the NBA tune in to the Anthony Sane show Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. weekly on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel welcome back to the show the daily grind of Grizzlies show right here on Bluff City Media uh again I was just having an end of that. I had to go to that segment break so I could text my wife about shoes. So, um, <laughs> nonetheless, let's wrap this show up. Uh, finish talking about this Grizzlies Heat 
uh, preview. We've talked about it less than we've talked about shoes today. So I would like to get back to basketball. That's on me. And that's on me. Guys. <laughs> um, oh, Marcus smart. Again, we think I, I said earlier, I think probably he's going to 90% is going to play. Do, do we think he's going to start right off the bat? Um, that's really the question here. Uh, or do we think that Taylor Jenkins might be, you know, like he said, ease him in a little bit and maybe bring him off the bench. I guess it would. De- it depends on how hurt he was. It, like in my, I don't know what was going on with him, but I would start him. I mean, I don't feel like you get Marcus Smart on this team to bring him off the bench, not to start. You know, like maybe when we get everybody together and we see how pieces fit, maybe he slides it into the bench. But I just, I don't think that. I don't think you bring him onto this team to not start him. I, I just think that what he brings defensively and what he brings energy wise you need with your starting lineup. So I, I would start him if, if God forbid it doesn't, it's just doesn't fit he doesn't fit out there with the starters, then I guess you reshuffle, but I would just start him. Yeah. I think that, you know, if he's playing, I think he starts. Um, I, and I, to be clear, I think his injury was something along the lines of something with his stomach. I don't know. I don't think it was ever really said what was wrong with him. Um, I never saw a press release on like injury update or anything from him. I think it was just a he's injured and we might, we might see him in the beginning of the season or whatever kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I think you're right. If, if he is healthy, if he is available, I think he should start. Um, you know, we've talked about what we think that rotation is going to look like on the back end. Um, how many minutes do you think Marcus Smart plays tonight? Or actually, how many minutes do you think all the starters play tonight, just in general? I bet I bet they'll play him at least 20, at least. Yeah. I, I mean, I would, I would say 21 and a half, 22 minutes is what I would do, at, at least. I, um, just, to get him, just to get them together, just to get them out there together. I think that it is – sorry, I'm buying shoes. I think that is going to be at least 20 to 23 – 20 to 23 minutes um, is what I think. Um, I think that um, you'll see him play the first two quarters and a half. And after that, yep. I think yes. that probably they're done for the night. So yeah, that would be my assumption. I risk it. Yeah. No reason to like, risk that. We'll no know. We'll know what we need out of them in the first half. We'll get an idea. You know, Giannis isn't going to play the second half. Like we'll know. We'll know. Yeah. So that's going to wrap it up for our show today. Uh, again, we glad you've joined us this week so far for the daily grind. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, later today, coming out on Bluff City Media, uh, Anthony Sancho comes out at noon today. And then Bluff City Bets comes out at three today. So you guys tune in for those shows. Uh, fantastic shows. I know Anthony is. Uh, going hard on a couple segments uh, that he had in the studio yesterday when they recorded last yeah. night. So uh, that will be probably interesting, uh, interesting Sounds show. Great, man. He's, fun, he's a fun, show to, fun show to watch. Um, so make sure you guys tune into that. Um, and, and, and really again, like I said, if you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you do that. It really helps us out, really helps out the company so that we could continue to bring you guys shows like this uh, as much as it, uh, we love doing it. It does cost us money cost me money so uh, we but we appreciate the support 
And we want to keep doing them. We love doing them. And so we want to keep providing the shows and the content for you guys. So uh, if you haven't already done so as well, make sure you subscribe, become an insider. It's only five bucks a month, super cheap and super easy. So we Real appreciate cheap. it, guys. Thank you for helping us out. And we will see you tomorrow.